Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, a shir on various texts of Svarim. We're going to do today a shir on the Ksav Seifer, a Torah on the Ksav Seifer on Parshas Vayetze, as well as one on Sukkot David, from David Kfiat Zeichet Tzadik Levracha. The Ksav Seifer, V'atoymer ha'pam oide Hashem. Leah said when she gave birth to her fourth son Yehuda, that now I will praise Hashem. And Bishas Brachis and in the Gemara Mesechtis Brachis it says, No person praised Hashem until Leah came and said these words, Hashem. But it's a tremendous question. Did the Aves not praise Hashem? Al Hanisim Sha'asalahem? On the Nisim that were done for them, did they not praise Hashem? Of course they praised Hashem. And Haloi Krivu Karbonois, they were Makrav Karbonois, Vishabhul Hashem, and they praised Hashem. So what does it mean that Leah was the first one to praise Hashem? Venira Li Apimashamarti Tamlashvach, I will say based on what I said once, Amasha Oimer Khazal, on what the Khazal say as follows. They say that Kolo Oimer Halal Bakal Yoim Harezemekharef Omegadef. Someone says halal as a formal halal every single day, not just on the days designated to say them, like on Yom Toivim and Hanukkah and so on. Harezemekharef Omegadef. It's like you're being mevaza Hashem by doing so. The question is why? You're praising Hashem. If you're saying halal, you're basically praising Hashem and all the wonderful chasadim that, that, that He's doing for you. So what is the harm of saying halal every day? The kavanasam ritzuyi bezeh. The truth is, is that everyone does need to praise Hashem. And every single day, every single day, on the toiva that was done for him, every single moment. And the proof for that is, the Chazal say, Every soul should praise Hashem. And the Chazal Darsha Neshama, soul also means Neshima, every breath. I'll call Neshima or Neshima. And every breath, every single breath, you praise Hashem. Hagam Shezeh Kolo Adam, even though breath is something what a person actually is, then Chutz Teva. And it's not outside nature. A person breathing is what keeps him alive. It's perfectly a natural thing Hashem created. And breathing is something that you don't have over someone else. Chesed done for you more than somebody else because Hashem gives that kayach to breathe to every person. And to recognize how great his goodness is and how great his kindness is. Right, so there's no, and we still have to praise Hashem even for the breath that we take. If someone sees something happen to him as a miracle outside of nature, then then he sees oh something unusually 
unusual miracle happened to me. So therefore, I'm to praise Hashem and talk about His wonders. But if you have a chesed that's done to you, that comes naturally, like your breathing, or like your eating, or your bodily functions, or things that come naturally, hidden in teva, all the chasadim he does for you, that you see with your eyes, it does not awaken you to praise Hashem, because it comes naturally. It's something we take for granted. And that's what the Chazal say. Chazal say that If someone only says halal, if someone only praises Hashem for open miracles, that's prepared for us, to praise Hashem for the previous miracles that were done for our forefathers, the Mitzrayim and Mitzrayim, the Mitzrayim, and that's what it means. He only says halal. He only says praise to Hashem on open miracles. But if you only praise Hashem for open miracles and for unusual events in your life that happened, that benefited you, that's like disgracing Hashem. Why? You're showing by saying only halal, by only praising Hashem for open miracles that happened to you or your forefathers, shows that shows that you're only praising Hashem for open miracles and you're not praising Hashem for the daily, normal, natural things that Hashem gives you. Every single day that is buried in nature, the fact that you have a job, the fact that you have your general health, the fact, Baruch Hashem, that you're married, that you have children, and so on and so forth, all these things that come in the lavush of Teva, that is where you have to praise Hashem the most. And if you just say halal, praising for open miracles and not for the natural things, that is, uh, um, that is not proper. The Oimer Me'ata, so now this is the answer to our question. We ask the question, what does it mean that Leah was the first one to praise Hashem? The Bavadai Avram Yitzchak. It's true, Avram and Yitzchak, Haidu, they praise Vishavchul Hashem and they praise HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kimaforish. Like it says, open miracles happen to them and they praise Hashem. Avolahem, but to the Avais, Avram and Yitzchak Nasa Nisim Shaloi Beteva. Miracles happen to them outside of nature. And it's not such a chiddush that they found in themselves this obligation to praise Hashem and to praise Him and to bring carbonis lefnei Hashem zivchei toide carbonis toide to praise Hashem. But avo beleya, but leya was something different. Motzinu, we find shenasna toide lahashem she gave praise to Hashem bihivaled la ben when a child was born to her. Hagam came beteva, the kamanoshim moilidos kamabonim. Even though it's natural, many women Baruch Hashem give birth to children, and the truth is, as you see with the imayis, most of them were akarais. Rivka was an akara, Sarah was an akara, Rachel was an akara, but Leah was not an akara. She was like other women that had children naturally, normally, and so it's a natural event for her to have a fourth child. 
But Mikalmoke, nevertheless, Leia Loy Tulsa Bimikra. She did not say it's oh, it just happens to be the way of the world. I'm having children because it's the nature. Viteva or because of nature. Vihi Haisar Harishina, she was the first one, Leia was the first one. Shematsina Bahida Kazu that had this type of praise. Vishivhu Chachamim. And that's why the Chachamim praised her. And this is a true proper pshat. So this is a lesson, not just about Leah. This is a lesson in life for all of us. That when we praise Hashem, of course, Halal comes and we come to Yom Tovim when we thank Hashem for Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim on Pesach and for Matan Tairan Shavuos and for all the Hasadim that Hashem does for us in miraculous ways on Sukkot and so on and so forth and Hanukkah, the Nes Hanukkah on Hanukkah. And that's wonderful and beautiful. But if you just praise Hashem in that mode every single day, that's not proper. Why? Because you need to also praise Hashem day by day on things that seem natural, things that are melubish in the nature of, of the nature of, of life. And you thank, you see Hashem's yad in that and you praise Hashem for it. You know, this could be another pshat, by the way. There's questions in the Gemara of why they don't say halal on, on Purim and the Gemara answers that. But you could say also, perhaps, that the whole concept of Halal, in the most part, although in Halal you could think in, about how the chasadim that Hashem does for you on a daily basis, also in nature, that's true, but most of Halal, again, is meyusin on open miracles. And Purim is one of those yamim taivim where uh, most of the miracles there were malubish in teva. It was not, you could always say, oh, you know, it just happened to be coincidence. Of course, it's not coincidence. So maybe that's why Purim is not, Halal is not said, because Purim is a day where you thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu for things that are melubish in Teva, things that are, that are in nature, and that's what you praise Hashem for. So the lesson to learn from this Ksav Seifer, by the way, in general, this is an important thing when you listen and read Divrei Taira on Chomish, on Tanakh, or in Chazal, Limudim, Midrashim, it's a Torah resolution, you have to think, how could I apply this to my life? Everything you learn, how could you apply to my life? And here is a less, an example. You have a Torah on Leah, why she praised Hashem. Why did the Chazal praise her if that she's the first one that praised Hashem when the Ovis praised Hashem before her? So what is Chacham specifically praising her about? The Chazal Saifa gives a beautiful answer. And this answer is a tremendous lesson in our lives because we live in a dart of Hester Panim. We don't necessarily always see open miracles. Sometimes we're able to see that too. Sometimes Hashem opens up and gives us that open nace. But very often, most of the chasadim that Hashem showers upon us, literally showers upon us, is hidden in nature. And we need to learn to appreciate that and to thank Hashem every day for that. And that's the lesson we learn from Leah. Then to go to the Sefer Sukkas David on Parshas Vayetze, and he says as follows. It says, Vayehav Yaakov es Rachel. Yaakov loved Rachel. And it's Ois Pei Aleph. You look at the Orachayim there. And Shekosav, that the Orachayim writes, Perish loy litzad yoifi. Yaakov did not love Rachel because of her beauty. El Rachel bas zugai. He loved Rachel because he sensed and he knew that Rachel was his, indeed, his zivig. And we could add to this, that as Rachel as avur kishren maseha, 
because of her good deeds, of her maisim toivim, shehikerba, that Yaakov recognized in her gedulasa, her greatness, that he recognized her maisim toivim, her good deeds. It wasn't just the physical beauty that she, he saw, and that's not why he loved her. He loved her because it was a zivik, he loved her because of her beautiful maisim. Also, you could say that it's a maila in ruchnius. Beauty, physical beauty, if a person has it, is a maila in ruchnius if it's used right. Even though she was physically beautiful and attractive, and really good looking, and the people in the city were Rishoyim. Nevertheless, she did not sin. She was pure, and she did not sin, despite the fact that she has physical beauty, which generally is a test, especially in places where the people are Rishoyim. Like we explained above in Parshas Chayasara, beauty could be a Nisayan. Physical beauty could be a tremendous Nisayan. We didn't talk about that that much yet, but we're going to talk about how a woman, especially if she is physically attractive, it comes with nisyonis and responsibilities that she needs to understand. And we will talk about that, but as a Sashem, but that Yoifi could bring to sin. That we explained in Parshas Chayasara, that was the Maila of Sara Imenu. She was like Bazayin, meaning with, without chait, that's what it means, because generally speaking, it's hard to understand that usually Alpiteva, a woman is more beautiful when she's 20 than when she's 7. So what is Rashi saying? That her beauty was like she was when she was 7 years old. And the hint to it is telling you that she was innocent in her beauty, like a like a seven-year-old, that even though she was 20, when she was 20, and the beauty could affect her in her head and her emotions hormonally and in her uh, arrogance sometimes and all these things that could cause beauty to become a pitfall, but by Sarah it was Kabas Zayin. It was an innocent beauty. It was a Tamimistic beauty. The Yesh B'Shem and it's brought down in the name of the Gra, that he says, That's a Pasuk in Mishle, that Chain is Sheker, Yoifi is, beauty is Hevel, is empty, is nothing, but a woman, that it's a Yeres Hashem, she is praiseworthy. And he explains like this, he explains the Hainu the Nehi the Shekar Hain Behavalayoifi. It's true that beauty is, is empty and it's false. Aval Isha Yiras Hashem Hitasal Gamking Beyoifi Vachain. The Gura teaches that if a person, if a woman has Yira Shamayim, then her Yoifi, then her physical beauty is also a, 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 a Chain and she's praised for it. Then it is not Shekar. Then it is not Hevel. Shayyatzer Hagodal Harbe Bemishigesh Bayoifi. It's a bigger Yetzirah, it's more of a challenge if someone has physical beauty to stay pure in their heart and in their mind. And it, it is an Isayin. The Imkain he, Shehi, Yiras Hashem. And if a woman, despite having such physical beauty, remains in her Yiras Hashem and her Tzniyas ways, and her head is screwed on straight, like we say in English, 
he tesalo, then she's very praised behen bechen veyoyfi with that beauty itself. Vezel kanal b'masha parashno pagabesara. We explained this by Sarah as well, and vechen yesh lofarish kan. We can explain this as well over here. That's why the Torah emphasizes the physical beauty of Rachel. It's a Ruchniyistik Maila as well. If a woman has Yerashamayim, true Yerashamayim, then that physical beauty that she has is not just a physical beauty, it is a spiritual beauty. And you could say that Hashem loved, that Yaakov loved Rachel for that beauty too. Literally, she lo- he loved her physical beauty because she, he saw that she was a Yerashamayim. And a woman that has Yerashamayim, then the physical beauty is uplifted to something very spiritual and beautiful. This is a separate, total subject on Shalom Bayis and on Tzniyas that we really should talk about more. But he brings this up in this Sefer and so is David in this week's parsha, which is also a lesson in life. A lesson in life, especially for women, even for men who, under, who need to understand this, but for women especially, that have physical beauty, that it comes with, a, it's a gift, but it comes with a responsibility. And the Yerushamayim has to be prime and primary. And that's how you uplift and put the physical beauty into the proper healthy perspective. Have a wonderful day.